I hope you had a fantastic bright week and filled with lots of good cheeses and meats and everything that you gave, you abstained from this course of the great fast. My week was busy, of course, with office work. I was trying to catch up because during Holy Week there was little time for much else other than setting up for liturgy, putting things away, getting ready for the next liturgy. You know, when you have two a day, it's a lot of changing of books. Well, midweek, I was sitting in the office and I couldn't take it anymore. And I grabbed Pawnee Kelly and I says, we're going downtown. I've got a hankering for a lamb euro. So we took the link. We went down and, uh, to the place down in Pike's Place Market. And we're going down there, and I'm in my cassock and, and walking around. And we come to this one place. I want to grab a cup of joe before we see the flowers. And my favorite thing, of course, I like to see the fish. I heard that king, crab king crabs were here, and I like to see how long the legs are. You know, I watch Deadliest Catch from time to time, and so I want to see what those suckers really look like. And then I'm going down there, and I see some people by a stand. And if you've been downtown, I'm sure you've seen it. Even up here by the links, sometimes they'll be there. And they'll have different books about some kind of religion, some kind of faith. And as I was walking up, on the back of it, I saw a JW. Well, that means, yes, Jehovah Witness. They're the ones sponsoring that stand. And, of course, as I walk by, I get the look. But I was thinking to myself, how sad for them, because they have eyes but do not see. And this got me thinking about what we've just been celebrating and what we will continue to celebrate, having eyes but not really seeing. I have, you know, as the rectory here and in our location of where we are with the jungle and the homeless and all, I, over the years, people come up and they ask for assistance. And I don't give anything from the church. It all comes from me. And so I can help some, some I cannot. And there's a few that kind of make arounds. But there's one gentleman that comes. The first time I met him, he was very shabby cloth, but had a smile. He asked for a few dollars so that he could buy new clothes to go to his dad for Thanksgiving. Now, not everybody fits in the box that you and I think people should fit in, and he does not fit in a box. And he's come here from time to time, and one person made a comment, not maliciously, but came up and says, Father, I think we have a panhandler here. And I asked, is it my angel? Because his name is Patrick. And Patrick would start to come. He would tell me, I don't tell anybody about your hospitality. But he comes. And the first time he came, I did help him out. And then I put my hands overhead and prayed over him. And he says, no one's done that for me. And then he would go away giving thanks to God and singing with a voice that would rival the angels. A gorgeous, gorgeous voice this man had. And he would come down again around here. I'd be looking for him about every couple months, waiting for him to come in. One time he was here for a liturgy. He sat quietly. He doesn't do well with lots of people. He just goes away. But if you looked at him, you would judge him wrong. His mama says, never judge a book by its cover. 
Yes, he looked different. But he had a heart of gold. If you allowed yourself only to see with your eyes, you would miss who Patrick was. You would miss the deep embrace he would give you, the kiss on the cheek. The song he would sing for you is going away because it's the only thing he had to give me was his voice as we sang and then he would go away. Do we have eyes to see? We heard about this kind of understanding or this, this, this thought on Pascha, Paschal Matins. The reading of the homily, and specifically of John Chrysostom. I've been listening and reading that homily since the mid-90s. But for some reason, this one really struck a chord with me this time. And it was about Hades. Hades was angered. Hades was angered at this, at that, and the other thing. Hades was angered because it seized in man and, lo, found God. It was angered because it seized earth and discovered heaven. It was angry because it ceased, it seized the visible and was overcome by the invisible. Hades had eyes but could not see. And we find this in our gospel today, the second gospel reading for Thomas Sunday. Thomas was a man ready to die for the person Jesus. When Jesus says he was going to go to Jerusalem, he was the one that says, let's go with him and die with him. He's that earthly king. He's the one that's going to bring about deliverance. He had eyes but could not see. Then on the first day of the week, he hears all the news from everybody else, but he wasn't in that room. He heard, but he doubted. Unless I touch, lest I put my hand in my side, I won't believe. And when Jesus came and stood there in the midst, he addressed this very problem with Thomas. You have eyes, but you're not seen. Touch. Put your hand in my side. And in the moment of that touching, he had eyes that he did not have before because he responded not with Jesus of Nazareth, but my Lord and my God. My God. And through the course of the rest of the Paschal season in the next coming weeks, we're going to be reflecting on this mystery. We're going to hear about Jesus and the woman at the well. We're going to hear about the healing of the blind man the heat and the paralytic. We're going to hear about these things and we're going to look at them with the new light of the resurrection. And we should be able to see in that who this person Jesus of Nazareth really is. The big heresies of the early church were all about trying to see who Jesus was. People raising the heresies could not see, even though they had eyes. Jesus was a special man sent by God, but not God, as the Arians taught, 
or as our friends down the hill would teach. Other ones, and most of them, all the others would say, no, Jesus is divine. There's no way he can be human. They had eyes, but they could not see. It took the power of the Holy Spirit to clarify and give us the proper lens by which we are to see who Jesus of Nazareth is. And that proper lens was the, all the forms that they gave us, a theological understanding that Jesus is true God and true man fully. Not 50% God, 50% man, 100% God, 100% man in the person Jesus. And it is this Jesus of Nazareth who died and rose for us that we are to go out and proclaim to the world. I recently heard a woman say, I'm on the edge of life and I have no future. I'm on the edge of life and I have no future. Can you imagine that? Having no future? This is it. This is all there is. And once I'm done, I'm done. I'm going to make, as Washington State says, I'm going to become compost now. There is a future. And there's a dignity to who we are as persons, as the body of Christ, as baptized into Christ as Anastasia just was. Did you see Christ in her afterwards? Do we have eyes to see? This is the great mission we've been given. To help open the eyes of others. But before we can help others to see, we have to first make sure we have our vision correctly. Make sure that we can see properly. Hades was angered because it saw one thing and encountered something entirely different. Thomas thought he saw one thing and encountered the truth to be something entirely different. You and I have an encounter with the risen Lord. The question is asked, do you have eyes to see? 